0: God. Ah, that's pure. Welcome. Welcome to the first episode of the Afterthoughts podcast. I am John Garcia. Joining me is Michael
1: Dixon. Uh, what's up? Are you okay, John? Uh, that, that was a, that was a very long line.
0: That was, uh, yeah, I just mashed up my Claritin <laughs> and I had to just directly <laughs> inject
1: it. He used a ruler to straighten out the line because the credit card was not long enough. <laughs>
0: And welcome, Ryan King.
2: Yeah, how's it going? I uh, have my special drink tonight, which I'm dubbing the Cocaine Bear. And the recipe is you go buy the cheapest whiskey you can, you pour it in the glass, and then you just drink that, just straight up, and you know exactly what it's going (laughs) to taste like and there's no flavor on top of it. It's a real acquired taste. Uh, yeah, honestly.
1: <laughs> what is the cheapest whiskey you could find?
2: It doesn't have a name. It just comes in a bottle. That's <laughs> it's it just, just whiskey. Yeah. I get it from a
0: guy named Roy.
2: <laughs> it might it might be grain alcohol. I'm not even sure. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's just rot gut, completely unregulated. Whatever it is, as you might have guessed by this cocaine-fueled opening and my very energetic voice. I clearly have just done coke. We are talking about Cocaine Bear.
1: Millions of dollars worth of cocaine fell from the sky this morning in Knoxville, Tennessee. There's more of this out there. They dumped it somewhere.
2: I'm looking for my daughter.
1: Forest is a dangerous place. Hey, Henry. Check it out. Something got into it. A deer maybe. The bear. It fucking did cocaine.
0: cocaine. Move over David Ellis, director of 2006's Snakes on a Plane. There's a new WYSIWYG movie busting up the box office. WYSIWYG stands for What You See Is What You Get, folks, if you're
1: not down with that. I knew that one.
0: And it's Elizabeth Banks' third directorial debut, Cocaine Bear, (laughs) a film in which a bear does cocaine. We follow a star-studded cast of cookie-cutter cliches as they are driven into a forest full of disconnected subplots by a bear that went nose-first down the diamond slopes of Paul Thomas Anderson's private resort. Not since Kevin Smith's Tusk, as a horror comedy filled me with such mild moments of confusion and disappointment. And did I mention a bear did cocaine? Dixon, what did you think about Cocaine Bear?
1: So I have a soft spot for like sci-fi channel shark movies, like Sharknado and that, that kind of shit that are like horrible movies, but fun to get together with your friends and get drunk and watch and make fun of. And I felt like that's kind of what cocaine bear was, it's with like a higher production value. And that is good and bad in some ways. Like, you know, with the higher production value, you can get some better actors in there, in theory, have some better kills. But the cheesiness and the bad production is what makes those movies fun. And so it's almost a little too polished in in certain ways. The CGI is pretty bad. I I was kind of surprised how bad the bear CGI was. I know it's a comedy, so it's not like they have a massive budget on this thing. But like The Revenant was... How many years ago now? Nine years ago. And, you know, we have not improved in uh, bear CGI. we have gotten much worse, apparently, in our ability to render bears in CGI. But yeah, I, I, it was kind of dumb. Uh, overall, I, I had a, a fun time with it. I'm, I'm glad I saw it. It was fun to see in a crowd. Everybody that I saw it with had a good time. The characters are really flat. I didn't really care about anyone. I think that's part of the problem. Like The movie kind of needs you to care about these people in the third act. And it's like, ah, I really don't. I really don't care about these people. I wish there were some better one liners like a cheesy horror creature movie like this needs some good one liners. And there just weren't any of those. The dialogue was pretty bad. I thought the child actors were good. I love seeing Brooklyn Prince from The Florida Project, which is one of my favorite films. So I always I'm happy to see her get work. But uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I, you know, I laughed at it. I had fun with it, but, you know, nothing crazy. I was hoping that it would have been more over the top than it was and you know had some well-written dialogue that was funny and stupid and it just it felt like almost a half measure like it just kind of they they used that budget to do some things well but kind of not what that kind of movie needs to be a funny experience for people and in, in, in the best way that it could have
2: so
0: Ryan what did you think about Cocaine Bear He asks, already knowing. I already
2: know. Yeah, Yeah, that kind of sounds pretty, pretty smart. Ryan, how do you like
1: the cheapest whiskey that you could buy?
2: (laughs) 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 I do appreciate that the movie didn't beat around the bush. It just got right to Cocaine Bear. And even when it then like paused for a moment to set up our next few narratives it immediately got right back to the bear. Like, this didn't waste any time trying to give a shit about getting it to us, which I'll say some of those sci-fi or asylum films spend way too long not getting around to what we're here for. Uh, Or the old, like, 50s B-movies are great examples of people talking, and it's like, we want to see the monster, like, just get to the monster. mm -hmm. Um, So at least appreciate that. I agree. I wish it was more over-the-top in either crazy characters or, yeah, funny lines or situations, like... I do think I really did not laugh much, honestly, because it felt like it kind of just hit the punches you would sort of expect. There really wasn't anything that, that did it even like normally you have that tension relief in a horror movie or a horror comedy where you're kind of like waiting for what's happening and then it happens in somewhat a funny way and you're kind of like relieved of the horror and you laugh it it just didn't because it wasn't like I was anticipating anything other than exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, and I agree the bear effects, like I, I, I couldn't not see Paddington bear, like <laughs> level <laughs> effects like over and over again, or I was like, it just was in that uncanny valley of like bad to be distracting, but it was, it sort of was like a bear and it just, it was like, yeah, it Disney never hit right.
0: Made like a live action version of brother bear. That was like basically. Yeah, probably what
2: exactly what like. that bear would look like. It yes. was like <laughs> yeah. they, were,
1: they were trying to anthropomorphize it and to give you the, you know, emotional highs and lows of a bear on cocaine and the things that it would be going <laughs> through. But it just didn't it didn't really work that well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I, and like, I agree that the characters I felt like I only had and I'll talk about. It, I only have one compelling storyline and it is not what I think they intended it to be. But so many of the characters are just basic And I wanted more that were just stupid. I kind of thought with the actors Mm -hmm. that they had gotten that they would just give them an opportunity to be like, why don't like do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, No one gives a fuck about this movie. Like, that's what it should have been. And I think a couple people took those notes and were in their own different movie. But too many people played it on note. Yes, agreed. So overall, like, it was exactly what I expected it to be. And I was disappointed (laughs) still.
0: Like, Yeah. yeah that was when I I walked out of that movie. So Sasha went to see it with me. And when we walked out, she was like, well, I had fun. And I was like, I did not. Um, (laughs) I, I had fun in some places. There was definitely some concentrated fun, especially in areas where like the cocaine bear basically triggers like a Rube Goldberg machine of death, uh, where people just die in like the most absurd, this is fucking comical over the top and like music's blaring and whatever else. Like that was great shit. But then there were other parts where like, tonally the death felt really completely disconnected from the rest of the deaths in the movie like the dude who climbs up the tree and gets killed spoilers Mm. everybody it's in the trailer everybody knows it's gonna happen
1: (laughs) we're gonna talk about some of the deaths in this movie so you know
0: you know if you are listening to this and you're wondering if you should go see cocaine bear or not like on title alone what are you doing but yeah you should you already know from the title if you want to go see this movie But yeah, I was just like, yeah, at the beginning, they set up a bunch of character plot stuff. And at the end, they resolve the character plot stuff, justified or not. And then in the middle, there's just a cocaine bear. And that's how I felt the entire movie was. And I sat arms folded. I wasn't trying to be fucking grumpy about it or anything, but it just like it really didn't tickle me at all until a few people died in really fucking wild ways. But even then, like some of the dialogue felt I felt like a good portion of this movie was just like improvised, like bad improv. And I, I couldn't tell if it was like written in that way or if they like went with a thing and then they got latched into it, like the 20 questions bit that yeah. they did for, I was like, is it supposed to be funny? Is this supposed to be building something? I don't fucking understand it. But yeah, that, that was kind of like same sentiments on my side. The audience I saw it with, there was a five-year-old in the crowd who I guess got brought by their parents to see cocaine bear. All right. And another person in the audience at one point, there's like that, uh, a scene where the park ranger is struggling to say bear. And I heard somebody in the audience whisper as she's like struggling to say it. This one person's like, she's trying to say bear. And I was like, <laughs> no shit. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: that was funnier to me than the movie was.
2: Yes, I was. I was more entertained when a group of teenagers were deciding whether or not to take this popcorn out of the trash can that somebody hadn't eaten. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was, re- that was compelling. Like I really wanted to know where that went.
0: <laughs> they were really aligned with the bear mentality. <laughs> they were trying to forage for trash. Yeah. It's also Ray Liotta's last role. Is it? That's or- what I
1: thought. But then I heard that there might be some other stuff coming out that he is, has in the can, but it's one of his, his final roles anyway.
2: It's his last filmed. And he did like re-edit dialogue or whatever, re-recordings, and then pretty much passed away almost right after that. Oh, so not true. maybe not the last thing to come out, but the last thing that he did.
0: What do you think? Somebody's going to like Ed Wood, Ray Liotta? Oh. Did he, get, did he die from the cocaine bear? Is that yeah. what happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dixon, you lamented he wasn't the cocaine bear in this movie, <laughs> to which I retorted he was the cocaine bear in Goodfellas. True. Uh, oh, yeah, true. <laughs> could,
1: could you yeah. imagine if you go to a movie called Cocaine Bear and then it's just like Ray Liotta running around on all fours, snorting cocaine and attacking and, people? And everyone
2: just acts like he's a bear. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God.
1: I would would (laughs) fucking love that movie. Either that or I would take
0: even like, uh, you know, like when Benedict Cumberbatch was Smaug and they showed his like behind the scenes green screening, watching Ray Liotta do that in like (laughs) a BTS thing would be funny.
2: I think it'd be awesome because you could send out previews and trailers and CGI in the bear and like set up everyone to think that's going to be it. And then just blow them away in the theater where they're like looking at each other, like, are we watching the <laughs> right thing? What if,
0: the fuck as, is going like on? Ray Liotta in a green screen Ooh. suit.
1: <laughs> just fucking no, just naked. Just, just no, just naked. straight up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think he would do it really. I a committed actor. Oh yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, uh, Ryan, I believe you, you wrote some, some notes, some topics that maybe you wanted to, to broach Yeah. Here.
2: You mentioned tonal differences in death. And I, I think you put that out. I, that is a good topic because I I think what I believe you're referring to is the ambu- ambulance at all s- yep. sequence, which I do think was funny generally, mm. and probably the tone that sequence from the that cabin to the ambulance from, was the best yes. part. Yeah, yeah it. that it was like about what the movie, movie should have been. Around that. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, right, yep. And and I would say, you know, somewhat similarly when uh, I can't not see Ice Cube in Ice Cube's son. but It is <laughs> so eerie how
1: much he looks like his dad. It's, it's yes. so weird.
2: Uh, when Ice Cube Jr. beats up the punks <laughs> in the bathroom, like that also was kind of for laughs, right? Like that was all. And those two sequences were probably what this movie should have been a little bit more mm. of. Of like these sort of weird characters and this, you know, weird situation. And then these like comical over the top deaths. And then I agree, the sequence that the other one you referenced, it's a complete opposite is this like harrowing Carrie Russell, the kid is up the tree, the bear, this is sort of the first like prolonged attack that we see, and it is actually like what it would be like and everyone's fucking freaking out or whatever and it just eviscerates a guy and it was much more like okay bears attacking people like it didn't it did they don't match up it was yeah. really weird
1: yeah and then there's the pavilion sequence where it's like you're supposed to really care that this drug cop just got shot i'm just like no i don't care about this guy at all like what he, what are you doing
0: yeah and he gets like betrayed oops sorry spoilers everybody it's yeah. just kind of like uh, do I give a shit about this relationship? No, like none of these characters felt justified in any of their emotional scenes. I just sat there and waited for the bear to come back. I was mm-hmm. like, where is it? I don't care anymore about this. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me the Carrie Russell stuff reminded me of Godzilla 2014 where you're like, where's Godzilla at? And the whole time you're watching some fucking family drama you don't give a shit about.
1: Quite a- Whenever Poochie's not on screen, everybody should be asking, where's Poochie?
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> cocaine bear had to go back to the planet.
2: It's interesting. We were very down on antlers previously, notoriously. <laughs> and I will say, it did have compelling characters. The problem with antlers was the yes. antlers. It's, right, and this is the other way around where it's like, it does not have, oh, it's better than Antlers, but yeah. the, yep. at least the characters had something interesting going on in Antlers. Yeah. Like, mm. it should have been that and then not had the other pieces like that built more on, where this is like, either give us something that just is like enough that we can laugh and enjoy it, but but no, we didn't get any of it. I only have one storyline that I felt like was interesting to me and compelling, and that was the cop and his dog, just because yeah. that was stupid <laughs> and unexpected. Like that, I appreciated I, that I wanted more of because that wasn't like anything else in there.
0: I would have been there for that if the cop was like, I didn't want this dog. And then the cop tries to save the dog from the actual bear. It's not, I thought that that was going to be I the that dog was where would that was wander into go, the yeah. forest with him and then the bear would get it yeah, or something.
1: it seems like a missed opportunity there.
0: there. There's a lot of missed opportunities in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I have my own treatment that I thought about. Would have been so much better if Eddie's son actually came along and met you know uh, uh carrie russell's daughter and that they had like this whole kind of budding relationship rather than whoever this other kid is that's just already friends and they do cocaine and whatever <laughs> which those kids that was approaching being a funny scene for me two kids not knowing how to do cocaine and bluffing yes. to each other about doing
2: yeah. it i don't know how i felt about that scene yeah. it that, felt it felt very about. real of like
1: what 12 yeah. year olds would do stumbling across cocaine yeah like it
0: that did was borderline like that there was tension there for the wrong reasons for me. But mm. I was like, I thought the kid would have, a, I thought one of the kids would like eat it and then have this reaction where they would accidentally inhale it mm. and they would inhale way too much and then it would go like completely south and i was like is that gonna be this movie what the fuck like what? what is uh, I, I just, the yeah. audience
1: reactions were very loud and visceral during those scenes and that was actually funnier <laughs> to me than the actual staging of the scene just people reacting like oh my god
2: a kid's doing cocaine like
1: just terrified
2: i'm a little lost on like and then There were no implications of that. I thought that was strange.
1: Yeah, they just kind of spit it out. Like, oh, that was gross, and they just move on.
2: Yeah, they spit it out, but I'm still like, they would have gotten some yeah ingestion and and there was like plenty of it powdered around everywhere and it it just didn't seem to have any and that that was weird to me too to have that where it was a tense sore realistic and i was surprised that they have on film mm-hmm. seemingly a kid sticking cocaine in their mouth they do not show how nothing. the
1: blonde kid gets up the tree or how brooklyn prince just escapes the bear somehow you know, so maybe, maybe there were some off screen <laughs> cocaine
2: side effects. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was the other thing was I thought it was going to help them get away from the bear. it was like, okay, mm. the cocaine is fueling the kids and the bear.
2: That's almost pro drug at that point. Cocaine like, see, kids. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, this
0: movie is like all over the place anyway. If it went pro drug, it, it would be just be one more in the bucket. Like, fuck it. It's
1: true. There's also, there's those ridiculous teenagers that are just so over the top, like, they're like they're from a cheesy 80s movie. Like, I, I get that that's kind of the vibe this movie is going for. You know, there's 80s music throughout, it's set in the 80s. They're trying to kind of pull back to that aesthetic, but those characters were just so stupid and over the top and like threatening people with pocket knives and shit. It's like, what in the world is this?
0: Yeah. Those are the kinds of characters I wanted to see more of this. Like have, I I wanted a, a bear on cocaine is terrifying to me. Um, I mean, that concept sounds terrifying. So either you do a straight horror movie where the bear actually does a decent enough amount of cocaine and doesn't have cardiac arrest like the actual bear in real life did. Um, or you do, uh, everybody is absolutely fucking despicable in this movie um, like the other one would have empathetic characters. This horror comedy would have everybody be despicable, like these fucking teens are, mm-hmm. and they all just intertwine their stories and all die at the hands of the Cocaine Bear. You're actively rooting for Cocaine Bear to win.
1: Yes, but uh, here
0: I was like, I don't know who to root for, and I just I was rooting for Cocaine I Bear. The whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I whole Yeah, I cheered for Cocaine Bear as best I could, but there are other parts where I was like, well, Cocaine Bear is not the hero that I wanted. Uh, yeah, like this particular He's moment. He's the hero we deserve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I would have enjoyed way more comedic uh, also this movie starts with uh what is the song that plays at the very end of uh, the very beginning it's like the wet hot american summer same sound song yeah, it is the same that.
2: song from that yeah it's the
0: exact same song for that and it set me up to think is this gonna be that kind of weird fucking michael showalter style humor where when uh those like teens... somebody
1: turns into a can of soup or something yeah, yeah yeah like
0: i was like when those teens were in the bathroom and they were like empty your pockets and o'shea jackson was like fuck no and they were like please and he was like all right I was like, he's going to fucking do it. And I laughed and I felt like an idiot because nobody else laughed in the audience. Cause all I did was pull out a middle finger. And I was like, damn it. They had such a chance there for him to be like, I've got like three quarters and some gum, like whatever the fuck else. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they just played it straight and it didn't work out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I did. I think my favorite character was Margot Martindale's horny park ranger. Yes, <laughs> like, I thought she was pretty amusing. Like you know, uh, really trying to impress this younger animal safety person that uh, played by Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Like uh, that dynamic is like I you know it's hard to imagine two more different characters and just. She's just so blatant about wanting to hit on this guy to the point where she like doesn't want to go search for the kids and is yeah. completely pushing off all of her job so she can hit on this weird looking park ranger dude.
0: Yeah, I that was like the that leading into the ambulance sequence too. that was like that core chunk that I was like, I like this. I like mm-hmm. this part of the movie. Um, although that like that death scene in the trees just didn't land right. For me, I don't know. Maybe it was just that it went on for too long.
1: I didn't have a problem with that scene. I thought it was it was decent. But um I think the, the third act, like the whole gazebo sequence and all that afterward, I'm just like, yeah, this is, they don't know how to finish this. They're trying to make me care about these people. And if it's a senseless death, let's go for it. But
0: Also, the opening, too, like that opener on a pregnant woman that is mauled by a bear. I just didn't know how to feel <laughs> in that moment. I was like. I mean, the leg being thrown up was like funny, <laughs> but also just the actual concept and backing of it. I was like, uh, and then finding the traumatized hiker later. Yeah. I was like, why the fuck?
2: And, and that's the normal like horror setup. Yeah. Right. Of we get a little bit of a hint, a little of the action early, but it had no, yeah, it was again too realistic and yeah. possible versus the like ridiculousness of, you know, and I think it's a decent, I want to talk about the, like, B movies to this kind of, mo- you mentioned, like, monster movies as well, of, like, why those work, or how those work, that that this one didn't, like, why this one doesn't necessarily nail it, but normally you would have that, where you kind of have that first inkling of, like, ooh, something's up, what the hell is this thing, a spaceship lands and gets out and eats a person, right? Like, you kind of need that to get you somewhat invested, but it's usually either, It's realistic and we're going into a horror movie or it's over the top and stupid and we're going into a a comedy movie, right? And like a slasher, it's usually that first one where they like toy with the person or the person like doesn't believe it back and we kind of have that sort of like bullshit and it's usually a shitty person who gets what they quote deserve Mm -hmm. and this one's like nice people that don't deserve it. And then we have shitty people later that honestly don't necessarily get it in the way you, they ought to like, right. It's just a, it was weird.
0: Yeah. It didn't really play by, I guess, the rules of, of what I would think that it would. And that caused such a dissonance for me that it really detached me from the movie itself. Like, I I just felt like I was floating through most of it. It was like occasionally like, oh, that's funny, but uh, I never really came around to it. Um, and I don't think the audience that I was watching it with cared either, because when they walked out, they weren't really talking about that. One person was like, well, I guess I know what it was about now. And then just like left.
1: Oh, was there uh, any mystery really, going into yeah, it yeah, as yeah, to what yeah. it was about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think one of the problems of the movie, too, is that it doesn't actually like show you the kills very well. Like, I don't yeah. know if that was a budget issue or just bad editing, but, like they would stage these elaborate deaths and show you kind of everything up to And then kind of cut away and show you the body afterward. And like, they weren't really showing the bear actually rip into people. And I feel like they could have played into the comedy more by actually showing it clearer. And, you know, showing like people's reactions to being eaten by bears and stuff could have maybe, you know, brought something a little bit more to it. It almost felt unsatisfying when you're seeing kind of everything leading up to the death and then it kind of cuts away and you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess... I guess we're not going to get to see that. Um, Even like one of the funnier deaths was like that guy jumping out of the plane who was like, you know, on cocaine and chucking a bunch of cocaine out of the plane, like just fucking high out of his mind and screaming and like, you know, hyped up and jumps out of the plane to skydive out and hits his head on the like top of the door and just falls to his death. And like, that's a pretty funny misdirect in the movie that you're not expecting, but they even cut away. So you don't even really see him hit the top of the door like it's just it just feels like bad editing that is not really like allowing these punchlines to land with the gravity that they should be
2: let's talk budget for a second because that's kind of where i i think i agree i think the problem happens with the bears graphics and the how much happens kind of off screen Mm -hmm. this is like 35 million or something it's honestly pretty cheap in today's dollars like that's actually really really cheap because yeah. I went back and I was like, this stems from, in my mind, Anaconda, honestly, but also like Lake Placid. Those are like both around the turn of the yeah, century. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're kind of that like, this is stupid, right? Like we all know this is kind of stupid, but we're having a good time of it. Weirdly, ice cubes and Anaconda. Yeah. <laughs> know, what's going on here? Um, but I went back and they like use a mix of practical effects and some early CG at a time that CG looked really shitty. the late 90s early 2000s but they mix it with some like practical effects and it and it works and i'm looking at the like adjusted budget both those movies are like twice as expensive Mm. you know if i do inflationary budget to to what this movie was so they could spend some time to pull that off but i'm also like you can do a lot with cg graphics relatively cheaper today so to think i was like well and you know and cameras are cheaper like all of the everything but the actors is cheaper now why couldn't you make something that was a little bit better so yeah it was that was weird to me because I I really was like eh, it just in the sci-fi things yeah. like they look stupid but they tend to also be a, a little bit better like
1: yeah they show you
2: yeah you see the giant mosquito like gore guy yeah like you yeah. expect that
1: you see Ian Zering leap through a, a shark with a <laughs> chainsaw you know like. Yes. yeah <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah it, it's like there were so many other creative things they could have done with the bear that I've feel could have been still budget friendly like doing a first person like you're talking about slashers Ryan like making the bear an entity that's actively hunting um for cocaine maybe but making it seem like it's hunting the people it's really just trying to get past them to get the cocaine and then like indirectly it, it goes crazy for that or some shit um or having somebody it would be even funnier to me to have somebody ride the bear like they accidentally <laughs> fall on its back and then suddenly they're being like dragged through the forest in some way. And all you have to do <laughs> is just show them flopping around and have like the camera yeah, you, you, like where a you're going top and...
2: half of a bear. Yeah. Right. Like in the yeah. scene.
1: Yeah.
0: And there was like one part where it kind of channeled a bit of that when you saw like somebody standing in the middle of the forest and the bear runs behind them and then it runs into like these bushes over here and then over there and it suddenly comes out and drags them in but even that didn't like have any real payoff it happened for like a split second and it wasn't gripping either i think it's right when the kids in the trees trying to figure out how to get down you see the bear behind and i felt no tension build for that either and like the the park ranger started just firing wildly Mm -hmm. that was like the closest funny thing to me because it is like anytime in the movie when something funny happens and people die it seems to be human incompetence under panic yeah like and that was what made it funny and the cocaine bear just happened to be this driving force behind making people panic and kill each other. So I thought it would have been funnier if instead of the bear being as vicious as it was, it was just super high on cocaine and everybody around it panicked. And it was like, didn't care. <laughs> it, it just caused all these deaths by being in proximity to people who didn't know how to deal with a bear on cocaine.
2: Why, why did the bear attack people? <laughs> it wanted the cocaine. That was about it. But that was. I know at one point we established like he attacks a, uh, Paramedic because of her it's red a she, bag.
1: Ryan, oh, yeah,
2: the bear is a she, remember, he, remember her, right. her vagina was on she, all yes, the Her bears. vagina so, was right. on Eddie. <laughs> she, it's the, the bear, she attacks the paramedic because she sees the red bag and she associates the red bag with the cocaine bags, which are red, which makes sense. And she recognizes the bricks after a point, right? So, it's, so we kind of got that. But she attacked also, and then she attacks the guy in the tree because he's coated in it but she also just attacks the punks and the park ranger f- for like no fucking reason. Right. So I didn't really understand. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't understand the, what the bears <laughs> like where it was coming from. I needed more investment in like, you know what the bear was thinking motivation. and feeling and yeah. why it wanted to kill these people. <laughs> I,
0: I remember like wa- when I was watching it, I remembered, I was like, isn't there something about like if bears get it, develop a taste for blood, they like, like it. I don't know, but it's like a black bear that eats berries and shit. And I don't think that, it would if it, if it ate human flesh that it would crave human flesh and suddenly become this vicious monster that wants to <laughs> eat anybody. It just seemed to like yeah. fuck people up and leave, and it didn't make any. Yeah, it didn't sense. even like eat
2: them right. Yeah, yeah, I like it, yeah, it would have been funnier them. if
0: it jumped on that one. The the animal inspector. I don't know how else to call him. Uh, if it jumped on him and just started snorting the cocaine off his face and licking him, <laughs> yeah. like that would have been hilarious. And he fell out of the tree and broke his neck because of that instead, like the bear still didn't, it technically killed him, mm-hmm. but it didn't mean to kill him. It was just trying to get the cocaine. Um, like that would have been funnier. And I would have enjoyed yeah. way more of this comedy of errors than, uh, Oh, it's scary cocaine bear that kills because it has to, because it's on cocaine
1: yeah be pretty, yeah i mean and one of the funnier deaths was when margo martindale shoots one of the teenagers by accident when she's <laughs> shooting at the bear like that's pretty good yeah Um uh, maybe yeah, for the maybe most Ryan... part that
2: whole sequence of deaths right from yeah. there through the, the that was all their own That had nothing i mean the bear was there but it wasn't well like the, the ambulance was, for sure right? the
1: bear is is actually
2: coming yeah, but he's to get not them, but, yeah. trying to kill them she's chasing it because she thinks there's drugs <laughs> in there right like that's kind of what john's saying like i think yeah, you're right yeah. like that's yeah
1: I mean, maybe the bear goes after Margot Martindale at first because he's just like, fuck this park ranger. She's been ruling over this area for too long. <laughs> God damn it. And now I'm on cocaine and I'm madder than usual and I'm just going to run it. Yeah. We yeah, see fuck a flashback
2: the through the bear's eyes. Uh, Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> the, the park rangers run him, run her off. <laughs> oh
0: man. If you see like, yeah, that would be great. Actually, if there was a rivalry where, uh, that you flash back and the bear is like, you know kind of cub or a little bit older than a cub and the park <laughs> ranger is still there and like jaded and it's like get the fuck away from me and like kicks it or something it just remembers <laughs> has like a kill bill moment <laughs> <laughs> uh... Just
1: just trying to fuck random hikers and yeah. <laughs> get, get the bears out of the way.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: the, I, I do think that sequence from the cabin to the aim is why that sequence is so good is because they show all the deaths in gruesome detail, right? Like that's really the only section where they actually show you what happens and therefore it's funnier and more disturbing and like, uh, you know, Margot Martindale, fall like being strapped to a gurney and falling out of the ambulance and sliding across the asphalt like (laughs) that was fucking great you know like there just weren't there was that like little 15 minute section that was like okay yeah more of this please and then it just really slows down after that
0: yeah again going back to my the bear accidentally hooks somebody and they start running with them what if one of the drug dealers uh tried to grab the drug bag the bear freaks out tries to take it as well and starts dragging them and they have their neck kind of like Ray Liotta had at that one point. And it just like mm. snaps their neck on like a tree. Cause it's just barreling through the woods. It would have been as graphic as that sounds. I think it would have been way funnier <laughs> to <Yeah>. watch that <laughs> than to watch like, uh, any of like the the actual stuff that the bear went and did like cutting open Ray Liotta and Ray Liotta's death point. was
1: the like most disappointing one. Like he's the big yeah, bad but... guy. He gets into the bear's den at the very end. Like the mother rips open his stomach and the cubs go ham, pulling his intestines out and they just cut away. Like they hardly show anything at all. And just like, oh, I guess, I guess he died. And yeah. that's, you know, I guess the movie's over now. It's
0: like, oh great. Everybody go. Oh no, wait. The movie's not over because Eddie and, and David have to have their moment that they didn't really earn. Um, yeah. So we find out that we're <laughs> we really care friends about. all along. And
1: also, like Eddie is this mopey weirdo that you're supposed to care about, like his grief over his wife's death. But like Alden Ehrenreich plays it comedically. Like you don't take it seriously. And it's just weird. Like they're trying to make you care about these characters, but they're also playing it so that you're not supposed to and it's like I feel like it just doesn't none of that stuff really works very well
0: it it never knows when to stick to one or the other if you're gonna play up Eddie being as morose morose enough to like leave his son with with his father who's a drug dealer and literally just he just fucks off like he doesn't even see his son like he's a terrible fucking person mm. in his grief he's become like this terrible father There's no redemption arc for him as a father. No. (laughs) And at the end of the movie, I was like, I feel nothing.
1: But he gets a dog at the end.
0: Yeah. And
1: and (laughs) that
0: dog's not on cocaine, is it?
2: Yeah. Honestly, like the only the punk kid when he's like walking through him and he talks about his buddies and it flashes to like both of his buddies dead and him sitting there being like wanting to go to New York. Yeah, And then we see him at the end, like going to New York. That was the only like, all right, I get that guy. As stupid as that character is. And then you can <laughs> kind of feel when he gets back and realizes his buddies are dead, you know, that sucks. Like that that was at least. Yeah, it's so all over the place. I agree. Eddie's, Eddie's supposed to be our character. And we're only sad for him because his wife died off screen and he has a son he can't confront. His dad's an ass. But it's just like they tell us that, right? We yeah. don't really see it. Mm. And then we're supposed to care for Carrie Russell because she's a mom. Yeah, yeah, because she's right. a mom like,
0: and she has to pick up extra shifts, and she's a single mom too who wants to date this pediatrician. Like
1: she is basically the lead of the film and is the flattest character in yep. the movie. Like just mm-hmm. nothing written into that character whatsoever.
0: Like okay, here's my pitch for Eddie and uh, what is what is her na- character name? Carrie Russell. Should I just Carrie Russell? Just Carrie, Carrie Russell. Russell and Eddie. Yeah. Uh, they so they're complete opposites here, right? Like Carrie's a loving mom. Eddie's a neglectful father who's in grief. Um, they're both Mm -hmm. single and they both have kids. One kid is way more precocious than the other is. Hey, look at that. It's already forming in my head that maybe it'd be funny if Eddie was like, I guess I got to try to force reconnecting with my son. I'll take him camping so I can find the drugs. That's the lie. I'll tell him, let's go do that. And the whole thing is him stringing the kid along, trying to find the cocaine. And at the same time, Carrie Russell's kids like run off, you know, it's same, same plot line. And it just ends up being like they form a, a nuclear family at some point. Why not? Fuck it. They find each other in the forest and cocaine bear is the angel of love that unites <laughs> them. Uh, I would much prefer seeing something like that. It reminded me of a uh, violent night. It has that same kind of disappointment to it for me yeah. where I'm like, there's so many things here that I can see them, the threads coming together and none of it is actually like intertwined at all. So it's just like, Oh, it's just random people in a forest. That's, that's really
2: what it ends up being. Well, like what really bugged me about the beginning of Malignant, I'm like, if I'm going back to like, what a curveball, I know. <laughs> well, one, my first complaint about Malignant, like it lost me within the first minute because it just did almost exactly the same thing where it's like, hey, you, you know, when they when they, the characters just tell you everything in a weird situation, mm-hmm. right, to just get every expounding piece of dialogue so you can know about him. This one actually didn't do that so bad like it was okay at doing that it was honestly competent compared to uh malignant or what's the one fucking pinhead that we watched that also just like yeah hellraiser it just like dumps a whole bunch of stuff at you at the beginning of being like hey we're moving this sucks also have you seen your daughter also my dead friend like it just gives it all in one sentence (laughs) right like this movie didn't do that but it's close because they're such paper-thin characters yeah
0: You coked up the bear. (laughs) We came. (laughs) Um, Also the, the edits. So earlier Ryan, you were alluding to that one kid, one of the weird gang members who like flashes to his friends and they're dead. There were like a lot of moments where it would just flash to like something else to show you. And I wasn't sure entirely what the fuck the point of some of those things were. Like they didn't do it either enough or they did it too much in weird situations. Like they flashed to show you that that one hiker dies.
2: Mm-hmm. That was so weird that I sat there and had to think about it because I-, I convinced myself that they cut something for time, but had to go back to explain something. And they were trying to figure out how to get it as short as possible yeah. and not leave that out. Because yeah, literally, they they walk up to the cave and are like, what? They say something. And they're like, you'll be dead like that hiker." And then it cuts back, and it's like, "Oh my god, a dead hiker!" And I'm like, "Those scenes are in the wrong order." Yeah, yeah. like you would have just walked into the uh, uh, and then walked into the cave. Like, why did we see these out of order? Why did we need to flash back? Yeah. And then all I can think <laughs> is like, well, we needed these two pieces of we needed the bag, so they were finding the way. And we needed the dead guy, so they freaked out. So we're gonna go back and tell you that, but we're not actually gonna give you the scene we filmed, like. <laughs> That's so yeah. weird.
0: My 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 professional opinion here was that they should have shown that hiker's face like fucked up, had Eddie and David stumble across it. Um, you know, Sid's with them. That's Ray Liotta's character. And they're all like, God damn. And then like right behind him is like three of those cocaine bags conveniently packed. And they're like, there it is. And it's just this redirect where they don't care about that dude's body. They just go right around it and they're like, oh, we found it. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> would have been way more demonstrable of their characters and how terrible they, they are as people. And it would have given me more fuel to be like, yeah, cocaine bear, fuck them up. But instead, it's it's literally just there so they can be like, we're going to end up like that dude.
2: I guess when David stops Leota from shooting girl, we don't care about. <laughs> like yeah. We're supposed to be compelled that he's he's
0: good person.
2: Yeah, but we don't even know really who she is, how she's connected to them why she cares about the drugs. Like
1: <laughs> no, she's just being paid by Ray Liotta I guess. I uh, guess. I yeah. I did think it was kind of funny when the the other cop shoots David's hand and like two fingers not next to each yes. other come off. That was that was nice. I liked yeah. that. It the teenager's fucking... like, how the fuck did that how happen? Did that happen? <laughs> yeah. It's,
0: it's great. That's that kind of like absurdist uh extreme where like this cop's really good with his gun, I guess. Like that's the sort of thing that I would expect.
2: And I like those meta Lamp shading, where you just add something and it's so stupid that the characters stop giving a crap about all the things that are actually going on around them because (laughs) they're like zero in on this thing that you as the audience would also be like laughing about right that makes it funny that they're sidetracked by something stupid like that
0: (laughs) yeah even then that sets something up you could have they could have exploited for the plot line like the to me that tells me that cop is like a, a really fucking good shot Maybe they could have had him ricochet bullets off of something. Maybe it could have been that absurd. (laughs) He has this weird little like toy dog at home that he he wanted a bigger dog that would play fetch with him. At the same time, he's like a badass cop who can do this. Like,
2: (laughs) oh, my God, you're absolutely nailing it. If that dog had gotten out of the car and went to the (laughs) bear and then he threw something and the dog ran to fetch it to get away from the bear and it like closed the circle of. Yeah, no. Yep.
0: Uh. All these opportunities, they closed all these doors.
2: (laughs) Are you
1: suggesting like an Anchorman type of ending where the dog talks to the bear and it's like, don't attack (laughs) them. They're my friends.
0: (laughs) Not exactly, but (laughs) sure. Why not? If there was like the dog does cocaine and they both get on the same plane and become cocaine pals and they start a business together.
2: (laughs) Uh, uh. (laughs) All right. So I I wrote down, I was thinking about the progression of this type of movie, like how they kind of came to be. And I wrote down a series of what what I kind of see as those like movies that get here. But my question from that is, why is Tremors good? Why is Trimmers good? And why is this bad? Because it's kind of a similar thing, but like is good, <laughs> like. <laughs> and it really yeah. is like I'm trying. I was trying to weigh like what is it that made Trimmers and to a lesser degree Anaconda good, and that this can't do or didn't capitalize on.
0: I think part of it is. The rules, right? Tremors has rules where you can't make this amount of sound. You're trying to do, trying to get from one place to another. They can up the ante when they need to, you know, buildings fall apart or other things happen that the actual like Tremors Worms seem to have strategical logic about. The bear is a force of chaos, obviously, but it also does what it needs to do for the scene at certain points. And when they're trying to make you care about the characters, they never do it in the context of we know that we're being stalked by this bear. Like in Tremors, all the characters start to bond over the actual creature pinning them down in these different areas. And they like put their differences aside. Like you've got the gun nut that has their whole house just decked out. And you've got like these kind of like roughneck dudes who are trying to figure out how to get out of the situation. Suddenly they're all communicating a lot more effectively to strategize around this animal. Whereas here it's like you have a nurse, you have drug dealers, you have park ranger and they are all isolated or they all isolate each other from one another. When the real chaotic shit starts happening. There's like no cohesion in what they try to do or how they try to survive. And it, it do, they don't try to figure out rules of how to... The closest thing we get is the gazebo scene where they figure out that the bear really likes coke. And you, the cop like sprinkles the coke onto the bear. And that's about it. There's there's no planned attempt to try to kill the bear there. here's Here's what you do. Cop sprinkles the coke. One of those guys tries to shoot the bear. The bear freaks out, grabs onto one of the guys and starts dragging him somewhere. You have him constantly hitting the bear. And at the same time, all of the other humans that are left behind are just like, we're going to get you out of it, buddy. We're going to save you. And at this point, it's comedic. You see maybe a pan shot of the guy being dragged in a circle around them in this area where the bear doesn't know where to go. It's high on coke.
2: Yeah, you're right. There never is like a, we need to take care of this bear moment it just is like we gotta get out of here we gotta go home and then they just sort of assume the bear will hang out in the woods which it does but you're right if they yeah. had like a okay we're gonna take a brick of cocaine and we're gonna put a bomb in it and then we're gonna leave it and it's gonna yeah. explore a trap or something and then you think that it kills the bear but it doesn't and then it comes back right like that's what you would expect you almost expect.
1: need like a Jaws type character like the guy who's like has all the shark <laughs> jaws on his uh, on his in his in shed and yeah, yeah he's you saying, wanna catch a bear
2: on cocaine <laughs> yeah saying
1: absurd things in a you
2: know pirate accent. Uh, I've already taken down a mountain lion that did heroin think i'm ready (laughs) for that that would be great if like
0: the park ranger was like i'm going back to get help and she calls in like the professional or something fucking stupid happens it turns out that it's like an even better park ranger that has dealt with a situation like this (laughs) oh yeah whenever they they're the person that handled harambe uh like you know not to, <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of shit uh whatever bring him in um even though harambe happened in the future but still you could frame it and like oh the, i heard that one time they yeah. shot down a gorilla whenever this happened no i think <laughs> it would just
2: exactly be that like oh you got to put him down because once they get a taste for human right like that's it, it's yep. already set up that people kind of know that right and that's the guy we go get to trank them yeah, or the kill them or whatever yeah <laughs> but he's a little too into his job right like yeah
1: yeah yeah uh, yeah
2: uh and you know having like
1: a necklace of bear claws that he's <laughs> uh, bears he's killed oh yeah. Uh, yeah yeah he's got
2: like the raccoon hat and <laughs> yeah yeah like a trapper <laughs>
1: it's like a bear coat that he wears everywhere.
2: <laughs> yeah and then he gets his comeuppance and we're all into it right yeah yeah
1: exactly
0: uh. yeah that's i think what separates trimmers from cocaine bear
1: yeah, I haven't seen Tremors, but I have seen Anaconda and like Placid and a lot of those types of movies. And I, I feel like it, it seems like the wrong amount of production was put into Cocaine Bear, like into the wrong places. And like I feel like you need some practical effects to actually make some of this stuff look somewhat believable. The weird cartoony facial expressions on the bear just didn't really work for me. And then like you either need something that is is done to the level of something like an Anaconda or Tremors, or something that's just like objectively bad like a sci-fi channel movie that is funny because it's so bad or like because the dialogue is so bad that it's funny, right? Like it's not zingy one-liners that are funny. It's just really stupid and it's funny. And this was just like competently enough written dialogue where you're not laughing at how bad it is, but it's just boring and not really engaging the audience. So it seems like like there's something there that they could have made into a more interesting film, but it just seems like they didn't really focus their efforts in the right places.
0: Also, the end stinger of this movie where they just have a replay Repeat of the beginning, basically. It's like a family filming this bear with their cocaine cubs, and then suddenly they all notice that the family's filming them, and it becomes a oh no, they're, they're, the bear's gonna get them. End it with the news report. End it with a news report that's so absurd. Like, uh, I, I was watching mm. some trailer for another movie recently, and they were like, it was some like c- horror comedy, similar vein already. Somebody gets like butchered into, I think the movie's called Hookerstein.
2: Oh, um, okay.
0: And somebody gets like chopped up in a, bl- a bunch of blades, and they have like this news reporter that's like, "Hey there, it's John from the editing bay. I just wanted to make one serious point of clarification about what I just said. The film is Frankenhooker, not Hookerstein. I'm sure you're relieved knowing the correct title will be stashed in your Google search results." While I'm here, I might as well play that News Anchor clip for you, so... Here's the Frankenhooker newscaster, reporting on the aftermath of a woman sliced up in a lawnmower. Enjoy. In a blaze of blood, bones, and body parts, the vivacious young girl was instantly reduced to a tossed human salad. A salad that police are still trying to gather up. A salad that was once named... Elizabeth. And it was just like this weird news (laughs) rhetoric that's so absurd that I was like, I wish that they would have done some shit like that or made a bunch of bear puns inappropriately in the newscast and a bunch of like anchors laugh and high five. Yeah,
2: you could have tied it back to the drug PSAs at the beginning, right? That might have been interesting to kind of play a news story about the drug bear in the sort of 80s drug over the topness. Yeah. Yeah
0: deep fake Ronald Reagan and have him uh, just be like we're going to hunt down this bear and we're going to take him out folks. They
2: like, <laughs> did it in Back to the Future too
1: Yeah. <laughs> and they also for some reason had two post credit scenes that were not funny or interesting at all. Like why the hell are these here? It's like it, it makes the ending worse. Like just end it and have the credits and have your loud 80s music playing. Don't cut back to not funny scenes a couple times during the credits. We're
2: supposed to end our characters' stories, but I don't know how. (laughs) So I'm just tacking them on at the end, one after another.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I wish like, they would have ended with an epilogue where they were like, and the bear went to every, like, went to the same place everybody who does cocaine goes. And then you show Miami or you fucking show Hollywood. It doesn't <laughs> matter. I don't care. It would just be like, oh, cocaine bear in the city. <laughs> yeah. That's a great, Yeah, uh, that's good shit. Yeah,
2: there's like a Tony Montana with his. His drugs and then you just see the bear like come up in the window. Right next to
0: me. <laughs> I feel like it'd be funny if he's like, I bought this bear, this bear fucking loves cocaine. Like oh, he's like I mean, into it. He's like this it's fucking like guy. It's, it's so great. Look, watch this. That should be great. <laughs> the bear's delicately doing coke off its nails. Yeah. That again, that's like what I feel like that wet hot American summer kind of humor would have would have added to it. If I don't know who wrote it, I can't remember. Not Elizabeth Banks. no, yeah. a
2: guy with very one other movie that does not sound good. <laughs> so oh, okay, <laughs> well there you go, everybody. Some some slasher prom thing. I don't know cheerleader prom mm. something. Yeah. yeah,
1: I did a, a fun fact about the actual history of of what happened. So I read that the the bear actually died in real life after yes. consuming. An absurd amount of cocaine and the coroner said that the bear's stomach was like completely full of cocaine to the point where nothing else would fit inside of it <laughs> it, it just devoured a mountain's <laughs> worth of cocaine that was just sitting undigested in its its stomach
0: yeah i actually pulled the uh the news clip i'm gonna insert it into this episode uh, oh. probably right about here where this anchor says this
2: gbi agents recovered none of the cocaine they say it could have been blown away by the wind or simply dissolved. One thing's for sure, the bear did not eat 75 pounds of the stuff.
0: Why do you have to specify <laughs> that?
2: I don't understand. It did 69 pounds yeah. of cocaine. <laughs> nice. You, you could have actually put that in the movie. Yeah. Right? Could have like, we had, had those opens with the yeah, PSAs that would have been interesting, and yeah. Nancy Reagan and whatever, like, yeah. What?
0: I don't understand why they wouldn't. They could have at least put some parts of it, too, because they even have some guy who's speculating how the bear felt when it was on cocaine.
2: Bear probably uh, uh, got an initial rush and uh, perhaps became disoriented uh, and somewhat confused because of the sensation. It's just like
0: it gets like sadder as he continues to speculate. (laughs) But initially you're like, man, that bear had a fun time, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) I would not recommend this movie to anybody, but, but would y'all,
1: <laughs> I was getting that vibe from you, John. Um, yeah, I, I would, if you're just like, I just want to turn my brain off and go with some friends and have some fun and have some beers. Um, I went to see this by myself to prep for this and like probably not the right of it. Like I, I was like, okay, yeah, I had a good time with it, but, um, you know, get a group of friends together and go see it and have a good time and have some drinks and, you know, I think that's the right way to, to go about it. Don't like wait for it to come out on video on demand and rent it at home by yourself. Don't do that. Yeah.
0: If you're going to, you do a watch party at home if you're really going to do that. Mm-hmm. Ryan.
2: Yeah. I think there were like eight teenagers somewhere behind me. They honestly weren't as like rowdy as they probably should have been for this movie. <laughs> um, And then that was it. There was like nobody. I was actually thinking about like, cause there was another showing after mine. and I was like, uh, it, why don't they have like a 10 a.m. showing? Like how many people would show up to that one? Like, what's the difference? <laughs> I was really kind of like got locked in on that thought. I could go to a 10 a.m. showing really easily. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, But at 8.50 is a little bit of a weird time for me. And <laughs> so that's where I was like, why can't I go at 8 in the morning, you know? But huh. There'd only be three people in the theater. It'd be the same fucking thing. Right. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what's why? <laughs> um, I think if this had been on sci-fi or a fucking asylum movie you accidentally got. Yeah. Or it's on your streaming thing and you see it and you watch it. Um, It's fine, right? Like you probably would like laugh a little bit and you certainly would like that one scene would be, you know, a set of uh scenes with the leading into the ambulance. You'd enjoy that. Yes. But exactly. You could just sit back and like drink, eat, not pay attention, laugh with your friends. It, it's okay. There's so many more things to watch like various Sharknado's subsequent tremors movies that are all mm-hmm. terrible that are all better to watch than this uh that that's like it's already a flooded market in in better things that like why there, that one does, just doesn't stand out especially because i was that really was like my first thought was like when that crocodile like i was gonna say alligator but it's a crocodile when that crocodile eats the bear in lake placid i was like i mm. think it looks better than this bear and i went back and was like yeah honestly it looks okay because it was fast enough and they mix it with the practical effects of the alligator. The fucking alligator, crocodile. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't see crocodiles. I only see alligators. I don't know what crocodile is. You, you
0: know, it would have been I'm still on my my shit over here of treating this movie, trying to like add things that would have worked better. It starts raining. You know, you do the Jurassic Park thing where you, you make the bear yeah. in yeah, the rain and everybody's like, oh, it's raining. Good. The cocaine will be ruined. But the cocaine's under the gazebo and <laughs> the fucking bear still gets into the dry cocaine. Whatever. Um, and then, then you have your CG not looking as bad, and all of a sudden. I'm, I'm helping this movie, yeah. and it doesn't even need it anymore. Uh, it's already the yet.
1: Revenant was an animatronic bear, wasn't it? And then maybe supplemented with some CGI. I think they mixed. sure yeah. was...
2: same the same thing with Annihilation, right? You like, yeah, yeah. That, that's uh-huh. what you're supposed to do, right?
1: <laughs> Don't just fully CGI the whole thing. They had a dude in a mocap suit be the bear. Like, it, it's yeah. just, yeah.
2: It, yeah. You can just mix it with like a bear hand right mm-hmm. like you can get some like practical a bare hand a bare head they had a job we don't even for some of need, it. Wait, for one or two things right when
0: the bear takes the snacks <laughs> do you remember that part <laughs> Yes, it's like a real hand <laughs> and a bear head, and it just takes the snacks <laughs> from like the- a fucking scene when the kids are arguing about how to do cocaine i was just like what the
2: fuck <laughs> oh, okay, about- yeah he eats their carrot sticks <laughs> yeah <for> the <laughs>
0: <laughs> swipes their picnic basket i don't know also, that was the other thing missing. There were enough... what
2: if
1: they made this movie cocaine yogi bear?
0: See, that was like there <laughs> oh, weren't man. enough like other references. <laughs> there weren't enough euphemisms about cocaine and enough references to bears in pop culture. I would have loved it if if somebody was like, you know, Eddie, there's one scene where Eddie screams into the camera like a bear did cocaine and they do it for like the trailer basically. Mm-hmm but to have him be like you telling me that there's a fucking yogi bear out here doing cocaine and like whatever the f- i would've been like ah, that's a little more amusing than just yeah. screaming that a bear did it
2: and um, they broke they brought in the Smokey the bear sign but then that didn't yeah there's there's plenty of opportunities there to do something yeah
0: yeah oh well uh that's that's what it is everybody um <laughs> so uh yeah take all that advice as you will um decide for yourself if you would like to see Cocaine Bear. If you haven't already and for some reason you're still weighing on it. Um, or or join me and lament what could have been if you've already seen it. Uh, <laughs> maybe there will be cocaine bear too, bear in the city. <laughs> some, in the city. some shit like that. Uh who knows what will get picked up for sequels these days.
2: Crystal meth bear. Crystal
0: ma- oh, crystal meth bear. Oh yeah. P C P Bear. She, she got on
2: hard times. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as good. <laughs>
0: um yeah, that's Uh, I don't know. I would have liked it as a short film. I felt like it would have been funnier. It's got enough content in it that's goofy in terms of the kills to have been a short film that I would have been like, all right, fine. I watched that. It was on YouTube, whatever. Well, do y'all have any other closing thoughts, trivia, anything else that's been looked into?
1: That's all I got. Yeah, no.
0: We'll close it out. Signing off from the Afterthoughts crew, it's John and with me.
2: Michael Dixon. Ranking. This is our last chance before the AI just starts sticking random words together to get us to go to movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs> All right, let me play that clip one more time of that news anchor saying
2: They say it could have been blown away by the wind or it simply dissolved. One thing's for sure the bear did not eat
1: 75 pounds of the stuff.
0: Hey there, movie buffs, TV toughs, and all listeners in between. John here from the Afterthoughts podcast. I just wanted to drop in at the end of this episode and say thanks for listening. If you've got afterthoughts of your own to share, hit us up. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Afterpod, or jump into a conversation on our Discord server. You can find info for this and more at theafterpod.transistor.fm. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode.